Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Just ducky. Oh, I'm you using your line. line. Okay. Jim, you know what, Dandy? Oh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah, I know. We haven't done that one before. Fill in the blank. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. So, um, how was your week? Um, busy. Your boy busy. was here My last boy was weekend, here for right? one night. Yep, one yeah. night. And when does he start um, his um, internship? Is law school. Right? Law you mean? school. Yeah. Um, August. He's off the end of the... August. He's he's works for Biden one more the rest of this month, mm-hmm. and then he will leave his apartment and his job in D.C. and come home, and he's going to Europe for a couple weeks, and then he'll be home for the rest of the summer with his mother, as he should be, until he oh. goes to law school. Now, where is he going to live when he goes to law He's school? He's living in one of the new dorms at the Yale Law School. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't on know campus. they had dorms yes. for that. Okay. Yes. So it's a double room, and he mm-hmm. knows his roommate, and that's what's going on. That's great. Yes. So Very he's nice. all excited for new beginnings. Yeah. And it's funny because <clears throat> I was uh, driving down, and you know me, I blast my music. and Yes. So, of course, um, Tim McGraw's song, Humble and Kind, came on, and I am bawling in the car. Okay. Uh, Because it's so, like, it's so simple, the words, and it's so, I mean, I have a little bit of an issue with the word humble. Yes. Because I... It's so foreign to you. Well, it is foreign to me, but it also is, you know, I was once told by a very wise man that humility means finding your place in this universe and taking it and so because of that i feel like you got to own what you're given as long as you're as long as you're okay with it it's okay to to, so i don't really dig the the word humble i don't like that because why does somebody have to be um not say anything about what they are or what they've done like just you know and in that in the song he says you know feel pride in yourself but just be humble and kind and i get that but i just you know i'm not saying you have to be you know obnoxious yeah ridiculous and bragging all the time but you know it doesn't hurt because as my father used to say if you don't blow your own horn no one's going to do it for you jim cadden one of his favorite lines and it's true because no one's going to give you credit Except maybe when you're no longer around. And that drives me nuts, too. Yeah, and that's of no value. Right. It's just like, you know, it just, speaking of that, my, you know, this week, um, 
on, I guess it was Tuesday, you you texted, but all these people were texting me about Kate Spade, and it just broke my heart because, you know, she's rough, you know, we're pretty much, we're a year apart in age, and mm-hmm. I love her stuff. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I know she didn't own the company. Well, I guess I really wasn't thinking she didn't, and so I, but when I realized she didn't, I remembered, yeah, I, rem- I remember hearing that, but, it, you know, it's just, it's so... It's also a classic um, example of money can't buy you happiness. Exactly. No, really. I mean, exactly. as much as she had and the wonderful things that she had. And that's the old story. You just never know what's going on in people's worlds. No. Because the and because outward appearance was phen- phenomenal. Because she was great, health happy, is wealth, really. Yes. And it is. whether it's mental health or physical health, it's wealth. And everyone yeah. will tell you because you can't buy that. You can't buy health. You can't buy happiness you can't buy mental health it's all it's it's if you look at what you have and that's getting back to i know it's like a kind of a segue but it isn't because it's part of being okay with what you've been given and not being like oh i don't want to talk about it oh don't say that about me come on come on come on like you know i just don't like that it's just my opinion i like people to be out front about their goodness and their with their gifts and it's okay yeah you know, you don't have to keep it in. Be Shout it out. Who cares? As long as you can back it up, who cares? I always say that. Back it up, baby, and sing your song. Yeah, that's, if you can back it up, that's right. Yeah, I don't care. Um, but it's it, it that is just because it it's you the, the to the outside world looking at somebody like a Kate Spade, you think she has it all. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. had many things, you know, yeah. but it's, and I know it's a little too soon because we're taping on Thursday, so it's only two days ago and all this speculation and all this stuff and you just can't believe anything till you really know. But it's, you know, to leave a 13-year-old daughter and she have to struggle all her life now to, you know, to come to terms with that is, is hard. Yeah. But to feel that that's your only way out. I remember one time somebody phrased that, that belief about suicide that it's a um whatever's going on is a temporary suicide is a permanent situation a permanent solution to a temporary situation and although to them it doesn't seem temporary it's 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 chronic and it's it's just we have to pay so much more attention to this illness because it is it's so ever-present and we don't get it no, but I think that the key word is it's chronic. Yes. It is something that isn't, it isn't, a suicide isn't caused by an event or a situation, a one-time thing. Sometimes it is, though. Well, it, it, but mostly there's a sense of it in the sense that, um, oh, there there I go again, I screwed it up, or I can never do anything right, or I, but it's a chronic sense of self. Right. That, that you find other things that feed right into that, mm-hmm. the belief about yourself. Right. And I, this, that's the thing that just amazes me when I look at people, and I understand Robin Williams was somebody she was. We talked about him by. too. She oh, was, she was. She was fascinated didn't hear any of this. by his suicide and all oh, the stuff Jesus. around him. And it just, to me, that was a. If anybody said that to me, I'd, I'd grab them and say, "Fascinated is to, quite the word to oh, use." Obsessed, obsessed. Well, with that's it. bizarre. So. Those are the kinds of hints that you think, you know, oh, that's just, people don't really care about that. But she apparently did. 
and had made comments uh, to her sister about, I know you don't ever like to go to funerals, but please be sure to be there for mine. <gasps> things, uh, so, you know, when you hear things like that, you have to say, someone missed a cue here. To get but her even some help. you know though, even if you do miss it, or even if you do get it, what do you do? That's what I think the biggest problem is. There's people I know right now who are dealing with that stuff, and what are you supposed to do? Take them and place them. Where do? What do you do with that? I don't mean the suicide. I mean with depression and bipolar situations where they're you you think they're just like okay, they're living with, they're dealing with it, and that's it. And I think we yeah. should have somebody on this show. Because we've never done that, dealing specifically with this. Don't well, you? I think, Don't. Yes, but I think that there are a lot of resources out there. There are suicide helplines. Oh, absolutely. But that so you or I could call and say, I have a friend who I think may be contemplating this. What well, do I, I do? Well, I don't know if that's the... I'm not saying they're say, thinking that. I'm saying the, the depression issue that you think because everything else looks like they got it together, it's just something that's not going to... They won't do that. Probably people thought that about Kate Spade. Probably. Who, and who probably would think? about Robin Williams. Right. Too. I don't know. I mean, it's just, you just. You, I don't think there is an answer. No, it's, ho- it's horrible. It's going on with people, and they do a really good job of masking it. Right. Because they go so, on with their lives, and you then you think, what did I miss? What did? What should have I, could, yes. would, you know, could have, should have, would have. I just don't know. You can't. But it makes you really think about things. Yeah, it does. When it hits those When you have high-profile people like that yes. that commit suicide, you really have to stop and think, I wonder who else is out there. And your age. When you look at it, someone yeah. that's in your, your, and someone you admire and, you know, you just love their things and, you, you know, you kind of just feel whatever. Connected. It's Yeah, connected in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. And it's just, it's just hard. It's... Um, so, so let's talk about some happy things. Oh, we will. We All will. right. So but it's, that's a good, that's good. I mean, that's stuff we need to think about. Who so. do we need to give any shout outs to? People who had um, birthdays. Birthdays? Lots or of people. Or wedding anniversaries. Who's that? Oh, you? Who? <laughs> oh. No, I'm just thinking that there's so many now because it's that time of year. Yeah, there are. I, when everybody I, has their anniversaries. And well, it's I was, nice. You know, do you know Beverly Johnston from Wilkes-Barre? No. Well, she, I'm, I'm, she, I just met her. And, um, well, I think I've met her before, but we were, in, we're on a committee together. And she said she listens to our show. Yay. So we'll say All hello right. to Beverly. She's a sweet lady. Mm-hmm. And, um... Anyway, so, but that's, you you know, people tell us all the time. You just, I have to, you, it's just trying to remember people. I know. Every time. I know. They say, oh, I listened to your show. Uh-huh. And I say, oh, I'll give you a shout out. And then I forget. Yeah, I know. So don't yeah. do that, Lynn. Well, the other thing I wanted to say is that this week on uh, Tuesday night, I uh, went to uh, Silver Birch's restaurant in, um, in Holly. Um, it's actually one of the properties owned by the Settlers Hospitality Management Company, who also owns Settlers Inn. Your and favorite. My favorite, yes. And uh, the woman who was involved with that, uh, Jeannie Genslinger, uh, who is one of the principals in that company, um, had a, a meeting with a group that I'm involved with called Circle 200, and it was actually held in a private area of a Silver Birch's restaurant. And we were outside and had a, the most magnificent view Isn't of the sunset. Isn't that a sunset. waterfall or something? Isn't there? Is that, it's on Lake Wampalpac. Oh, well, where's the one where there's that, uh, the bridge? Oh, the, that's the other one. Yeah, okay. I can't think of the name. Um, 
The bridge, it's, not bridges. No. Um, uh-uh. Well, whatever. That's a different property. But it's the, they're the same Owned company, by the right? same people, okay. yes. And that does have a beautiful waterfall. But this one was just the most spectacular view of the sun I've ever seen, the uh, sunset. It was Which phenomenal. day was it? Tuesday night. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And we had a wonderful group of people. There we want to do a shout out that uh, I don't know that we ever did it, but uh, we want to acknowledge Katie Leonard, who is the new president of Johnson School. Um, she's uh, was one of the new members of the Circle 200. And I just saw her a little bit before we got here. And I just think it's great because um, Dr. Ann Popinski. West Sider. Yes. Just saying. I'm just saying, I know. <laughs> Led the charge of a woman actually running the, uh, the school, the college. And now mm-hmm. Katie has been groomed and is taking her place. And I think it's wonderful. So I just want to do a shout out to Katie. Yes. And uh, we also saw the very lovely Katie Gilmartin, who is also a new member of Circle 200. And it was very interesting to connect all the dots with all the women who were there from, they actually had a... Um, a coach, a motor coach that drove from Wilkes-Barre up to Lake Wampalpac. And um, with some of the women who came, one of them was um, a woman who is now going to be the president of the Wilkes-Barre um, Junior League. And so we made sure we connected her with Katie for the Junior League. And they had a very interesting conversation. And the other woman who was in it with me who had been, she's in her... I'd say uh, early <laughs> 60s, and she was also the president of the Luzerne County Junior League. And it was so interesting to listen to the differences in just the cultural situations of what happened 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh, or 30 years ago when she was involved and what it, where it is now. And she mentioned that when she was the president of the Junior League, this is Catherine Schaefer, that no one uh, was recognized by their first names. They were all Mrs. John Schaefer or Mrs. Somebody Else. And she said, I was the first one that said, no, my name is not John. My name is Catherine. <laughs> and so she made sure that her name listed was Catherine Schaefer. And she said it was just so bizarre to see the difference because, as Katie said when we were talking about it, more than 50% of the women who are now members of the Junior League are single women and professional women and they are doing what they're oh, yeah, doing so it's been turned on its head yeah um and so mrs john schaefer has no room anymore in the I, whole it thing never had room and but that's, that's how craziness. it was it was just interesting but, to listen to that conversation with uh, the, the two of them and it's not that long i know so, i know all right we're going we'll continue this we're going to take a quick break you're listening to laurie and lynn show we'll be right back here's laurie and lynn Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company that I created three years ago, actually, this month, uh, called Women of Substance. It is a financial planning firm dedicated to the needs, special needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And you want to pick up on a couple thoughts about what we were just talking well, just about relative it, to Junior League? Well, just because that's just crazy stuff. 
It's always oh, the yeah. same thing with they have at San Andrea. They, they have that Mr. and Mrs. blah, blah, blah. Well, what if you're not a Mrs.? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy. And they'll call you Miss. That that, mm-hmm. that crowd, not Ms. Well, I Ms. remember when I was a young kid working for Third National Bank, I, I waited on a woman to open up her account, and she told me her name was Mrs. I'm just making this up, Mrs. John Doe. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you have a first name? Because <laughs> that's how I have to open the account. I mean, God. I know. Oh, my God. And it's she crazy. also, she was talking about something I think it's really funny, too, because she was talking about uh, serving on a committee and doing something uh, that would require a lot of time. And one of the women in the in the group said to her, she said immediately, yes, I'll do it. And another woman said, but honey, don't you have to ask your husband first? <laughs> No, no, I don't. But that's kind of how it was, you know. I mean, I remember that with my grandmother. My grandmother was always Mrs. William P. Evans Sr. And everywhere <laughs> she went, she was Mrs. I could remember seeing it, Century Club, everywhere. Oh, everywhere God. she was that name. And I remember asking her one time, because the pictures, the caption under them in the newspaper were always the same thing. It was Mrs. in the guy's name. And I said something to her. I said, how come they don't put your first name in there? Now, this is, my grandmother died when I was seven. So, you know, just to give you an, a, an idea, I must have been six, maybe five, looking at this in the paper, and I wondered why she didn't have her name in there. She said, because that's just the way it is. I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The way it was now. Yeah. Thank but that was a- I'm so happy we didn't have to be part oh, of that. Really. really? I really am. <laughs> Really? No offense to anyone, but like people have an identity. Yes. And they actually, the women had more of an identity in what they did versus the name from the name standpoint. Yeah. From in many cases. Yep. You know, um, and you know what I watched this week? What? Um, did you ever see the documentary um, on WVIA of Mr. Rogers? No, I didn't. Uh, it was I watched was it, it the other night because I never, I've never seen it. It was wonderful because it's fifty years. Yeah. You know, nineteen sixty-eight and. Lots of stuff happened in the year 1968, actually. But um, it's just amazing uh, the impact that that man had on so many people from his kindness to differences mm-hmm. to his love of jazz and instruments and music and just plain old kindness. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Did you, he, did you did you watch? You didn't oh, watch, yes. did you? Okay. I did. I did because I right. thought it was really nice. Okay. I just felt... Whenever I would see him, even though to a great degree, you could you could mock him because he was so saccharine sweet in some cases. You want to just say, wake up. Oh, no. See, but, I never felt but, that. But I, but I love the fact that he offered that. as a, It was almost as a counterbalance to the stuff that was also going on in the world in 68. With the Vietnam War and well, all the other stuff, yeah, it was. And and you know what I love too. There's a. It's on YouTube, I guess. It was not part of the documentary that I don't think it was, unless I missed that part of it. Because you would think it would be when PBS was appearing before Senate or Congress mm-hmm. or whatever it was, and he spoke, and that and they were they awarded the money because it was just flat, right off the cuff, no notes. You know, him saying his piece about public broadcasting, yeah. and because um, he was one of the first shows, so that mm-hmm. was really interesting. But I just think what a remarkable man, and all of you know the people who worked from Michael Keaton, who worked in Pittsburgh, and he kind of uh, was in the documentary. And actually, Michael Keaton won one of the 
Governor's Arts Awards in Pennsylvania years before because he's a um, born and raised in the Pittsburgh area, which is where they shot Mr. Right. Rogers. And he he was in the few of the shows. And I think he's, they were called the flying zucchini or something. Like, and then he he was he was also one who sw- flipped the switch on the trolley. And he was talking about that. And mm-hmm. and John Lithgow and just and that young girl that Esperanza Spalding. Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. Well, she's an, a newer artist, and she never she didn't she wasn't in the or on the show, but she remembers it and how she feels it it. And even that Sarah's is it Silverstone still Silverstein Stone. Stone yeah she was speaking about him and mm-hmm. it was a wonderful um, wonderful document it's so an hour and a half on and VIA it was WVIA now of course in between they have the pitch for to oh, yeah. become a member but the program itself was it was great he he was just unbelievable and his wife was on she was interviewed and talked about times you know certain times with him and. Um, he was with this big gorilla, and he said that I guess he taped nine thousand shows or something, really? and, or something like that. I don't oh know. And, and, and nine thousand nine hundred. I don't know. And that was his favorite with the gorilla. <laughs> and the gorilla was trying to hug him, and <laughs> it was just. But he had so many people, uh, like um, um, Perlman, coming out in his crutches with his braces on his legs as a young man, mm-hmm. and a little boy in a wheelchair. Um, and the differences of who people are and how the mailman started. It just, it's just a wonderful way to know that a show like that could still be as, if not more so, important today. Right. I yeah. loved it. So I, I was very happy sitting watching my at 8 o'clock the other night. I put it right into my phone so I knew it would, I would like to schedule it in because I wanted to, I didn't want to miss it. So yeah, it was good. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's good. So what else? What else do we have? Well, I think we should do a quiz. Oh no! Come on. Yeah, okay. You I'm love off. these. I'm always up for it. You know that. All right. Okay. So this is what from... kind of a quiz? Can it's... we do something on fashion or lipstick? Or no, something we're doing someday? financial literacy. Oh God. And this is from a website called Financial Engines. They are actually um, people who go into uh, corporations and provide that kind of education for people with 401k plans. Mm-hmm. So it's called a financial literacy quiz. And the caption here is, even though many Americans are feeling more financially secure compared to five years ago, um, I think it's longer than that, actually, only 6% were able to pass a quiz about a broad range of financial decisions they most likely will need to make. Whether you're starting out or are more established, making poor financial decisions today could undermine your financial health in the future. All right. First question. Uh, at well, least are these true or false, did you say? No, not all of them. Uh, all right. At least how many months of living expenses should you aim to have in an emergency fund? One to three months, three to six months, one year or more? Well, I was going to say six months, but since it's three to six, it may it may be a year. So I don't. That's a trick one to me because I want to say six, but that would put that would mean three, four, three, four, and five apply as well. So um, a year, three to six. Three to there six. You go. Okay. Yeah. See? The general rule. But you know rule, why I'm saying yeah, that because the I thought it was six. Rule 
is you should have three to six months of living expenses in your emergency fund. Okay. But I would say, too, this is my own addition to this. If you're a single person responsible for your uh, your own living expenses, I would have six. Okay. Because um, three might work if you're in a situation where you have two um, wage earners so that the other one could pick it up, hopefully, if you're not both unemployed at the same time. But uh, that would really, that's my answer. So three to six is really what it is. Okay, <sighs> let's go to the next one. How much life insurance should you purchase if your annual income is $75,000? 75000 150000 750000 or $1,500,000? Well, you need as much. Well, you're dead, though, right? So, yes. so yeah. who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Go for the yeah. gusto. Go for a million. But I, I, I really do, probably, I, I have no idea. So I'm just guessing that go for the most. Okay. All right. So the answer is seven hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. It's ten times the amount of your income. Okay. I do not agree with that. You think it should be more? No, I think it should be. Uh, a formula that's what they're using here well you don't know what the other situation is and then, then they say decisions about life insurance are highly personal and depend on factors such as mortgage debt marital status dependent children or parents where you live and other life circumstances then they say as a general rule multiply your income by 10 to at, to give you an estimate of how much you should have and then they say add one hundred thousand dollars per child for college expenses. So it's, this person would need a million if that were the case. Okay. Anyway, okay, let's see. What is the average annual rate of inflation for college tuition around the country? Two percent, five percent, eight percent, eleven percent. Eleven percent. Okay. All right, I said eight, and that's correct. Eight percent on average. God. This is about double the average annual increase in general inflation. At eight percent annual inflation, college tuition doubles every nine years. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Yeah. Okay. True or false? Uh. Only individuals with a net worth of at least five point four five million dollars or couples with a net worth of at least $10 million need to worry about estate plans. True or false? False. Correct. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's... Should we ring bells because I got that? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> we should do something, yes. <laughs> Drum roll, at least. Yeah. Okay, it's important to have an, an estate plan. What that was referring to is the amount of money that you can pass without federal, federal state right, taxes. Right. But it's not that's just not about said. that. Yeah. So you're right. That is the way it is. Okay. If you take out a loan for $20,000 with an annual interest rate, believe it or not, of 20%, mm. but don't make any payments, how much will you owe at the end of four years? I have no Less idea. than 20, 20, 30, 40, or over 40,000? Over. Over 40,000. Okay. Is it 20 or 40? You're right. Over, it's over 40000 right. Because of the crazy interest well, rate. Well, yeah. I mean, who's doing that? 
I don't know. And who's not making any payments? I, that's that's, <laughs> that's stupid. never going to happen. The loan amount God. will have doubled to $40,000 in about 3.6 years. Is it better to take your pension benefit as a lump sum or as a lifetime monthly paycheck? I would say that depends on your your need, uh, your desire. If you're going to reinvest or you need it for to supplement your income, I, I that's totally is the right subjective. answer. It depends. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, next one. How much could the typically healthy married couple retiring this year at age sixty five, mm-hmm. covered by Medicare, expect to spend on out of pocket costs for health care through retirement? Fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. On health care, meaning a supplemental insurance and and things and like the deductibles that, but, but, and. But they're relatively healthy. Yeah. So, you're talking just basic out of pocket expense. And what were the numbers? Fifty, a hundred. 200 300 I would say um it's I would say it's either 50 it's either A or B Okay pick one I don't know B <sighs> The answer is $266,000 Come on Yeah That's not true um, Well that's what they said I don't know you know they do all this junk Okay which is the which of the following is not covered by Medicare Parts A or oh, B? I have no idea. Hospital care, dental care, ambulance services, hospice, or clinical research? Dental. Very good. Correct. Yep, that's okay. the answer. Uh, let's see, how many more? We have two questions. A typical 65-year-old man can expect to live on average for how many more years? 10, 15, 20, 25, or 30. What's the number? 65. How many more years on average could he live? 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm going to say um, 50, uh, 15 or 20. 15, I don't know, 20. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick 20, and that's right. Is it right? About 20 okay. more years. All yes. right, good. So why don't we take a quick break and we'll be right back and finish this quiz. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show and we'll be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, which is uh, designed specifically to take care of the financial needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we're right in the middle of a quiz, which Ms. Cadden is the quizzer. I'm the quizzer, you're the quizzy. Quizzy. <laughs> okay. I like that word. All right. If you purchase a bond and interest rates rise, what will happen to the price of the bond? It will rise, it will stay the same, or it will fall. Interest or stock? Interest. Your bond. Interest yeah. rates rise. What will happen to the price of the bond? It will stay the same. It'll mm. go up or it'll go down. I don't know that answer I, because I think when the in stock rates are higher, bonds are lower traditionally, aren't they? So I'm going to say so. Interest rates would I don't know the answer. The answer is, um, is that is, it would fall. Was fall. So it's yeah. the same answer as the stock. Well, it's, if the stock goes higher, the bonds are lower. Isn't it? Yes, but the re- not necessarily because no. this is referring to the interest rates. I know. So, so but is it the same answer then? 
But right. the interest rates, when they go up, means the bond you're holding is of less value if you bought it last okay. year. Okay. So therefore, the price of it will fall. Because I don't know enough about bonds to oh, even okay. answer I know, that. Because you don't do that. You I don't, don't do bonds. I don't. All right. And then, what is the latest age to which you can defer claiming Social Security and receive an income an increase benefit? The last age that you can do this. Now, now, we know me, that it increases every year that you yes, don't take it. Yes. There's a there's a time when, when it doesn't it make stops. any difference anymore. Right. Okay. So I is it 62, it 65, 66, 70, or 72? I'm going to say 66. Okay. Answer is 70. 70? Mm -hmm. So you seven, could, really? Okay. Yeah, it goes up 8%. After you reach full retirement age, which is and depends on when you were born uh -huh. now, but let's say in your case it's 67, okay? So if you defer that payment every year until you're 70, you get 8% more added to your benefit until 70. And then after that, they don't stop giving you the 8% increase. I see. So that's how it works. And what's your take on that? Because you um, think people should take Social Security as soon as they're eligible, Well, don't I you? do, only because I think it depends on the situation. Like, for instance, with Patrick, he was unemployed when he was when 60. He was, okay. So there was really no need for him to wait. So he took it at 62. I, on the other hand, am fully, am fully vested right now, if you want right. to call it that. I could take my Social Security, but I choose not to. Because I don't need it right now. And it's building interest. It's building, and it's building it's at 8%. Money, right. So even though I'm still contributing to it, which I am, and it's also growing. Why do it if you don't need there's it? There's no okay. need to do it. Okay. So based on what your answers were, drum roll, please. Oh, no, God. You I got an 80, so wrong. 82%. I did? Well, I put some answers in for you. Then. <laughs> well, don't do that. I like to be honest, Lynn. Okay. Then you got a 41. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I knew I didn't get, I knew I only got two answers, right? Or three. Four, I guess. Okay. So I padded it. You know, uh, what can I tell you? Did you curve it? I did indeed. <laughs> so in that case, you actually got, yeah, yeah you're 80 right. some well, percent. Hey. All right, but they were good. Maybe this will prove to the average person who says, does Lynn give you the answers before yes, those tests? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hello. No, I do well, not. Well, you know, you this can't was, always be perfect. This was raw and uh, unfiltered. And stuff I don't know en enough about, so. <laughs> God. That's okay. I know. At least I admit it. Yes, I know. It's fine. That's it's fine. It but when you consider that this guy said, uh, that not this guy, the person who created the quiz, that what was it, only 4% of the people actually passed the test, mm -hmm. not got them all right, mm -hmm. passed it. What's passed? 70? Yep. <laughs> yep. It still is? Okay. Yeah. All so right. you're, you did okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At 41? <laughs> I was making that one oh, up. Oh, all right. 81 is oh. what you actually got, yeah. even though I helped. Okay. And I helped. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So, let's see. There was something else I wanted to talk the about. The boat, too. your boat's out this weekend? The boat is last weekend. Oh, last weekend. The boat weekend? was okay. in the water. We actually, with the help of my dear friends, got the boat into the slip. Um, in the afternoon on Saturday, when the rain finally stopped, mm -hmm. we got it all. Um, roped up so that it's it's good oh, you did that that's what you did before you met us for dinner yes okay. Mm -hmm. okay so we got that all done and then we came back and we had dinner that night and we have to say that we went to natalie's and 
the guy did another great move with the chocolate yes. cake that he saved for me. Was it delicious? It was really good. It looked, it looked really, fabulous. really good. Mm-hmm. It was a definite chocolate fix. Mm-hmm. Because you know. they do that cannoli cake, which yeah. is several layers, and yeah. then they do the gluten-free cheesecake, which mm-hmm. is lemon, and then they have lemon and uh, pumpkin during the holiday. Right, right. And then they made that chocolate couple yeah. layer. What was that, three layers? Oh, at least three. Th- yeah. And the icing was as thick as the layers of That's chocolate right. cake. That's right, it was. Yeah. Tony was looking for us because we had not been there. And he said, where have you been? One piece he had left for you. He said, I saved cake. I made a cake for your friend and you didn't even show up. <laughs> so, well, you know, good. I'm glad he did. It was wonderful. Uh-huh. But how about him telling us the stories of the little dude, his little grandson? He's a wild one, isn't he? Yeah. Adorable, though. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's the kind I wanted of kid to say would... to Tony while he was telling us, Tony, you can't do those things with the two-year-old. No. <laughs> you keep your eye on the Exactly. Ball. Exactly. Uh, and speaking of that, have you been watching the um, ba- basketball championship? No. Ugh. No, I don't. I don't well, let me just tell it. you that I am not a fan of basketball at all. Neither I'm really am I. Not. The dribbling, but... the whole back and forth thing. It's just not. I How like did you football. Get into it? Well, I like football. Then I like baseball. Then I like basketball. Least. It's not that I haven't. I've my kids have played little, little. I mean, they weren't good. They just they 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 did what they could to be a part of a team. You know, it's not like they yeah. were athletes. They weren't. They're just they're good, smart kids. But they weren't athletes. You know, they play. They played baseball and t-ball. But they so they participated in team sports. Mm-hmm. But so we went, and then I went when I was in high school. And you do that to support. But it's just never been one of my favorite things. But when it comes to the championship, because I've always liked certain teams, like the lost the Lakers were are, and still are. My father loved the Celtics, so they were games that we. Had to watch because my father wanted us to know enough about every sport, mm-hmm. um, mostly football. But so when it comes to the championship, I like any of that. That's when it's exciting, and, yeah. and there's just some nice people. You know, some some of the players are are cool, and so I Golden State and the Cavs are playing, of course, in the finals, and so I'm a Golden State fan because I like because I just love. A lot of those West Coast, uh, East uh, West Coast teams, and so I just and I love Seth Curry, Seth Steph, what's his name, Stephen Steph Curry, and I just mm. think there there's a bunch of those guys that I just they're excellent, and they're up against that LeBron James guy, who everybody is just like, but and I'm just I just don't he's not my he's like, not I, your cup of tea. No, huh? he's just, he's he's wonderful. Oh, he, yes. I just don't. I just don't care enough about them, but I like the other guys on the other team, so mm-hmm. I'm rooting for them. And they're up three to zip. Okay. So I'm hoping they win because if they win, Friday night is the which will be when you're listening last night, and they're playing in Cleveland. So I'm almost hoping that they win in Cleveland, so they'll go back to uh, L.A. to play the game, and they'll win in their own hometown. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping. Yeah. So it's always better to win. When you're in, in your, your hometown. Right. Yeah. Except so, if you're the Eagles. What? Except if you're the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you mean? And which, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, this whole thing that's going on with, with the White the, House. Uh, and so, you know, I think a lot of the, the towns in Pennsylvania are trying to create the same thing of having the team come there. And they were going to do parades and all kinds of stuff for them. Because uh, I, I guess I just it, don't know why it's taking so long for them to go to the White House. Anyway, it's I don't months know. ago. I don't know. 
you know? So And then they have different reports of only two were going to show up, ten were going to show up, none were going to show up. I don't know. If that's all uh, conjecture at this point. How do you know who would have shown up? Mm-hmm. You don't know. But no. the thing is, I think somewhere along the line, it would be nice just to have a big party with it. You know, really yeah, celebrate in mean, Pennsylvania. It's, it's, yeah, it's Pennsylvania, and it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. And um, a couple things. Well, one, I just read in the Scranton Times today about some guy who... Um, lives go lives in Miami and Philadelphia and the guy the the guy who was the quarterback who didn't play last year what's his last name uh, um, Wentz? Wentz yeah Carson he Wentz. came and he walked through the um the plane and people thought he was just going to sit in first class and he went right through first class and sat in coach oh and everybody was saying hi to everyone and smiling and so this guy got up and went back to him he said he was sleeping and he tapped him he said please take my boarding pass and sit in my seat and and he said no 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 i'm fine just the way i am and he said no no you really you're a big guy there's bigger seats they recline (laughs) he's like nope nope thank you very much but i'm okay and he's like all right so he tried and he went back to his seat and then on the way out he thanked him and then he found out later that he had just come back he had just been in Haiti helping um, with the families and the people of Haiti. Yeah. And so sitting then in a first-class seat was not, he just needed to blend in with everybody else. And, did, and they, they just say he's a remarkable guy like that. So should that was interesting. a neat story to hear this um, should on be, the heels of all this other yeah, stuff, you know? Yeah, but it should um, be an interesting season for them with him back. I know. Very interesting. What was that guy's, what was the other one's name? I, I forget. Think. Was it Nick Foles? That's it, Nick yeah. Foles. You yeah. got it. He's the one that did the job. Mm-hmm. He so got we'll it done. I'll tell you, that game was great. Oh, it was wonderful. I know. But, um, yes, indeed. Yeah. And then what do you think about the implosion of the uh, Harrison Avenue Bridge? I just drove by it. Did you? Actually, yes, on the and? way here. And I was thinking to myself, I wonder what, what it's going to feel like to go by and, and not see no this. Difference. No, no difference. Um, and it's, you know, under construction, the road to get up to 81. Yeah. It's, so you can't see what's down there. Uh-huh. But I was just thinking I'd love to see what it looks like live and in person because I saw the implosion 14 different times yesterday on uh-huh. Facebook and the news. It. But it's just interesting to watch that. And, and I was really taken by the approach that most of the people talked about, about the fact that it was um, generations ago and in, in history and it was so important and all gone in a few seconds. I, know. And I never had all that wrapped into it. Well, you the know? only the <laughs> thing that makes me a little sad, and I'll be quick because we have to go, but um, there is a John Willard Rott painted the Harrison Avenue Bridge, and he is a Dunmore artist who has many, he did a lot of the um, coal breakers. Mm-hmm. A lot of his work is in the Everhart Museum, and I having worked there for so long. That Good. And that actually, that bridge, it was commissioned that painting to go to the White House when Hillary, when Bill Clinton was president because of Hillary's connection to Scranton. So it was, that hung in the White House and that's the Harrison Avenue Bridge which okay. is cool, still hangs at the Everhart. So anyway, we're going to go. Thanks for listening everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.